Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mornings with Brian. It's that time again where we just kind of sit back, talk about what's going on in life, kind of escape from the outside world and all the things that are going on around us, um, and just relax for a few minutes as we as we get away from it all. And hopefully, I share some message with you that resonate and help you along your life path and your life journey. You know, 2020 is turning out to be a bang up year for me already, and it's already February. My book's coming out in a couple months uh, that I can't wait to share with all of you. My dad's lymphoma is the best that it's been since he was diagnosed a couple years ago. The Bring Smiles to Seniors program is uh, approaching sending 20,000 cards already this year after sending 71,000 last year. There's things going on that I can't even talk about yet that um, that are really, really exciting. You know, I talk a lot about making the most of uh, our life minutes, and I feel like that my next minute just keeps getting better and better and better. And I hope that uh, yours is doing the same and that 2020 is turning out to be a great year for you also as well. So with that, let's get on and start with this week's episode. You know, many people have opinions, and a lot of times those people aren't afraid to share those opinions with us, even though we don't always ask for them. This first message I titled, Opinions Play a Role, but Not Always. Recently, I was thinking about the role that opinions do play in our lives, and people ask our opinions as they're trying to work through their issues. We seek input when we're trying to make something the best that it can be. When we can't quite figure out how to get to an ultimate goal, we often ask others' opinions to help us make final decisions. When they're used in constructive ways, they're helpful in guiding us along life's path as we make course corrections that are often necessary. I see this alive and well every day in the Bring Smiles to Seniors program, at work, in social environments, and yes, even at home. Then there are times when we have to question ourselves whether or not our opinion is really necessary. There are those that feel that their unsolicited opinion is required on everything they encounter. Whether asked for or not, something within them causes them to need to give their two cents when it wasn't solicited or warranted. They have no idea the history behind something that was done or the reason things are being portrayed a certain way, nor do they take the time to ask questions and try to understand better. They simply tell one exactly what they think should be done simply because they feel that way. Their opinion wasn't asked for or required. However, to feel some need within themselves, they felt they had to provide that opinion to make themselves feel better. Unfortunately, those opinions can result in consequences that affect far more than just themselves. In ways, we've become a society where it's in fashion to tear someone down rather than build them up. Instead of taking the time to ask the right questions and learn from each other, we simply provide our opinion, whether valid or not. There is a simple solution, an easy way to make an opinion matter. Simply ask if it's even wanted in the first place or present it as simply food for thought. It makes the receiver far more receptive to the opinion rather than simply stating an opinion and advising the receiver that the opinion should be implemented even when we have no background knowledge. One of my close friends is very good at this. She may say, I have a different perspective that I'd like to share with you if you're interested, or I want to run something by you to see what you think. And that often sets a more comfortable playing field for the conversation that will ensue. When provided in the right way, opinions can be an important part of our life. They are often what makes us better, as they cause us to think in ways we may not have even considered. 
However, they should never be provided with the ultimate expectation that only the giver is right and that the person on the receiving end is going to follow your suggestion simply because you said so. This next message came about uh, as a result of a quote that I saw um, from Meditate in Love. And it said, life is an echo. What you send out comes back. What you sow, you reap. What you give, you get. And what you see in others exists in you. So I titled this message, Taking Care of Ourselves Often Results in Taking Care of Others. One of the great responsibilities of life is ensuring that we're taking care of ourselves so that when the time comes that those in need require our assistance, we're in the position to help when we can. Sometimes in fulfilling that responsibility, we have an effect on other people's lives that we don't even realize. In trying to be who we are and in our attempt to be ourselves, something we do or say can have an impact that we may never become aware of. When we do, it helps provide validation for being the person that we are. I was a quiet and shy child for the most part. I walked with my head down, kept to myself in my room, and created a world around me that often didn't involve many other people. I turned my room into a library. I wrote, read, and made my room my own little space. I wasn't comfortable around new people and was definitely not comfortable moving outside my comfort zone. Change was difficult for me, so I tended to enjoy the mundane more than the adventure. But when I went into the Air Force, all that changed. In that move, I suddenly found myself living in a different country at the age of 19. I didn't live on base. I lived in a village above a shop and found myself immersed in the culture around me. It was that experience that moved me outside my comfort zone. I would go on to have jobs that require me to interact with new people all the time. I had no choice but to learn to raise my head and become a part of my surroundings. Slowly, change and adventure became part of the norm. And as a part of that process, Watching and understanding human behavior and the effect you can have on it became a part of my everyday life. We never truly know the impact our actions have on those around us. We can only hope that we are living a life that is true to who we are. In doing so, something we do or say along the way hopefully has an impact on those with whom we interact. When we learn that our attempts are successful, we have a validation that what we are doing is right with our soul. Every day we have an opportunity to make a difference in someone else's life. Something we say or something that we do that we might not even realize we're doing may have an impact on someone we don't know or even someone who is familiar. When that happens, we have the satisfaction of knowing that while we are doing our best to make our life path everything that it can be for ourselves, we are also doing that for someone else as well. I'm not sure who wrote this particular quote, but it said, The one who follows the crowd will get no further than the crowd. The one who walks alone will find himself in places no one has ever been. So I titled this message, Follow the Crowd or Walk the Unknown Path. You know, one of the beautiful things about the Bring Smiles to Seniors program is that I never have to walk alone. I'm surrounded by volunteers, card angels, card decorators, schools, civic organizations, companies, and passionate people that care about our seniors. We all have a common mission to ensure that seniors are reminded that they are not forgotten, loved, and an important part of the fabric of our society. But that was not always the case. As we go through life, we tend to move with the masses. If we aren't leaders, then we simply follow, and that often takes us in the same direction of everyone else. When we venture off the paths that we are most comfortable with, it is only then that we find ourselves in places that no one has ever been. 
It can be uncomfortable, frightening, lonely, and at times downright stressful in the beginning. However, as it all starts to come together, and that definitely takes time, what eventually happens is you emerge from the norm and realize that you have truly created something special. The beginning days of the Bring Smiles to Seniors program were lonely. We had no donors, no cards, no new senior communities to which we could deliver. We were attempting something that had probably been done in smaller ways in other places, but we weren't settling for small. We wanted this to be something much bigger than that. Fortunately for me, I had Linda in the beginning, so I was not completely alone. However, we were alone in the sense that we had no guidance regarding what we were supposed to do. We had to just trust our instinct, faith, and belief that what we were embarking on was bigger than the both of us and going to be successful. Once we committed to the path and were all in, there was no stopping us. The cards, people, senior communities, civic groups, schools, program participants, and just enough money to survive started to arrive from unexpected places. Word started to spread. The money we spent on advertising on social media paid off, and we found ourselves delivering to all 50 states and surpassing 125,000 cards in seniors' hands since the program started. All through life, we are presented with choices. We can choose to either continue to move with the masses and live an ordinary yet sometimes fulfilled life, or we can take a chance and go down the unknown path that often leads to something extraordinary. There is no question that I have far more enjoyed the latter, and I wish the same for you. One of the things that I love most about the Bring Smiles program is our interaction with youth. You know, and our mission is connecting the circle of life and making sure that children understand the importance of remembering seniors, those who paved the way for us. And I wrote this particular message called, Let Their Innocence Shine and Grow. When cards come back from the schools and civic organizations, it's a true joy to read the heartfelt messages that children and students write. When we send cards to be decorated in the Bring Smiles to Seniors program, one of the things that I often get asked by instructors is what the instructor should tell the individual to write. And my answer is always the same. I tell them to let them use their imagination and write whatever they want. Almost every time the message is exactly what it should be. We are born into this world with an innocence that allows us to be who we are. When properly allowed to develop into the individual we are meant to be, we can turn into some pretty amazing people. We aren't born with hate and prejudice. It's something that we unfortunately learn as we grow along life's path. It isn't innate. It's taught and absorbed from those around us. We don't immediately know to exclude compassion for people who aren't like us. We pick that up along the way. We don't create a slate of discontent. We learn it. And when children and students are allowed to be who they are and show the compassion that is within them, what results is truly magical. They don't have to dig too far to find love for a fellow human being, as they haven't fully experienced the divided world that we live in that shapes how they feel about those around them. And granted, schools are not safe havens that are utopian worlds. They have their issues. But what happens when students go home at night and are influenced by those that they interact with is often the catalyst for what eventually finds its way back into the school. When we allow children to be who they are without judgment, coercion, and pressure, we allow them to follow their life path that was meant for them. When we avoid trying to make our life theirs, often to realize some unfulfilled desire within ourselves, it is only then that we give them the best chance to be the true self that they were born to be. One only has to read the cards that these children and students write to see that compassion is alive and well. 
We should nurture and support that compassion and help these future generations help heal the divided world that we all have to live in and face each and every day. That is why connecting the circle of life is at the core of our mission in the Bring Smiles to Seniors program. This final message I titled, Are You 100% All In? Do you ever have those days where you feel like there are things at work in the universe that are going to change your life? Many signs are appearing that your life is going to change for the better. You know it and believe it. You just can't pinpoint exactly what it is. Well, that's been me the last few months. They say if you continue to put your wants and desires out and truly believe that they will come to pass, the universe will find a way to deliver them to you. That's exactly what I've been doing, and under the surface, I can feel that something big is soon going to happen. My asks are private and simple and hopefully not selfish, but seeing them come to reality would benefit people far more than myself. Waiting requires patience, and sometimes patience is the hardest emotion to rein in. Throughout life, we try and fail. We also desire and never receive. Then there are times where we want and that which we want actually becomes reality. What do you think may be the difference in these different outcomes? My belief is when there's a positive outcome, it's because we are all in. We truly believed that that which we desired was going to happen, and we never let doubt get in the way. We meditated on it, we prayed on it, and we know if our intentions are right and we truly believe when it's supposed to happen, it does. When there are times that we don't see our desire come to fruition, I believe that happens for a couple of reasons. First, I believe that there's a potential unknown adverse effect that achieving our desire would ultimately have on us. We're being protected without our even knowing it. Second, I believe that the problem was that we were never all in. While we certainly had the desire, we were not 100% committed to seeing that desire come to fruition, and we're not willing to put in the effort to make it happen. To achieve success, we have to eliminate any doubt that what we want will be achieved. If you're striving to achieve something in your life, take a long look at your level of commitment and see if it is enough. Evaluate where you are allowing doubt to enter into the process and then work to eliminate it. Also, evaluate the reasons for your ask. If you truly believe in your heart, you can see it and feel it, and you're not being protected from some adverse effect achieving your desire will have on you, then all things are possible. And there you have it, another episode of Mornings with Ron. I hope something I've said in one of these messages is something that resonates with you. I hope you find some nugget that you can use in your life to help navigate your life path. As always, I appreciate you joining me this week. I thank you for listening. I thank you for being out there. And I certainly thank you for the support. As you go out into this great big world of ours this week, always, always remember to be the reason that someone smiles.